Is your place nothing but the sirens? Yeah, that's me. You know, baby. That's what. Oh man. Before we indict ourselves any further, I'd like to welcome everybody to the latest episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast coming to you live and direct. We know you had a brief hiatus, but we're glad to be back on your TV, your laptop, your iPad, whatever viewing platform you're using. Um, go ahead and let my co-hosts introduce themselves, starting up with the main man, Big J. What's going on? Man, I'm back in the building. Big J, Corny J. I'm here. I took some time off. I didn't refresh. My, my, my hot takes is going to be even hotter. And, you know, I, I'm only here just to just show Nip that I can win in a battle of, of music. That's all that I'm here for. Once I get that one dub, I'm going to retire. I'm going to be in the game and out the game. Grand opening, grand closing, man. <laughs> What's going on, Nip? Ain't shit. Big Papa Ben Nip. You need the neighborhood alcoholic. You know, I'm around here. You know, you can call me two Glock shorty. Because we ain't playing with these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you know. Mm-mm-mm. So I kicking it off. Yeah, I hear that. Hey, that's that's the ticket. You know, we've had a lot of uh, high profile deaths here recently. Um, maybe that's a good segue. We can get started with that. Uh, especially within the rap culture. We've had DMX pass, um, Black Rob, and also Shock G here. And I feel like the latest two weeks, those three deaths have yeah. taken place. Um I know me personally, I'm a little bit more familiar with DMX than the other two, but uh, gentlemen, go ahead and elaborate on how these passions may have impacted you or not, or how you felt about them. Well, you know, the old wives tell is it always comes in three. So mm-hmm. this will be, I guess, the three. Um, you know, I think X is the easy one, so I'm not even going to spend much time on X. I mean, he's a legend. Um, I may have a question about the X thing later on, but uh, so X is whatever. But um, I think Shock G out of the, the, the three are probably is probably the most underrated one. I mean, unless you're a real head, you don't really get down how influential shock G is besides the whole Tupac thing, and digital underground. Like mm-hmm. I remember growing up thinking, I didn't know Humphrey and shock G was the same dude. Same growing person. Up. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, right. And the fact that like they Humphrey had a backstory, like it wasn't just like, Oh, he mm-hmm. made an alter ego. Like it was like, if you looked up Humphrey back in the day or got a magazine, like Humphrey had his own interview and he had his whole backstory that he used to be like part of this musical group back in the day. And he left mm-hmm. them and started rapping. And I think they say like he burnt his nose on a fryer or something. Like it was this whole wild ass story. And if you don't remember, and Chris may not remember, but I know Nip, you probably remember. People forget like the, the album Under Construction, where they got all the hip hop artists together because it was supposed to be like, you know, try to stop the gang violence, which mm-hmm. is funny because like NWA was on it. And come on. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it's a song in there where. Like Shock G and Humpty go back and forth like Styles and Kiss, mm. like, and it, it, it's it's it was just really dope. It's a dope ass verse, but I think Shock G, like, I mean, just the musical ability. You know, a lot of the songs you hear from Digital Underground, he played the keys on, he made the beats, he produced right. it. Right. Uh, uh, just just a living legend. I think doesn't get the credit he deserves. And you know, Black Rob. I, the only thing I'll say about Black Rob, besides you know, he some people throw him in that one hit wonder category. I like to say that Black Rob was the transition for Bad Boy going from the shiny suit era to getting some credibility. Because you remember before Black Rob came, you know, Biggie was gone, Craig Mack had retired, Mace was pretty much done. This mm-hmm. is before he got shined. Like, Bad Boy was Craig Mack did what? 
I said Craig Mack was gone by then. He was. You say he retired? Well, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if you want to throw that, what you want to call it? Uh, <laughs> well, or I think I said Mace retired. I think I said well, there you go. Mace, Mace retired. retired. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. And um, Black Rob was like the first act that Bad Boy has signed that like gave Puff a little bit more street cred again. Because mm-hmm. it was only shiny suits and everybody was leaving them, and Puff was, I mean, he's still kind of known for jerking jokers, but it is what it is. But Black Rock gave credibility to Bad Boy, and um, it that started that movement of Bad Boy trying to get, I guess, catch up with the times and be more street. So that's mm-hmm. what I always remember Black Rob for is that like that transitional point from Bad Boy from being kind of, I ain't gonna say goofy because we all like the shiny suit shit back then, we was rocking with it. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. fake, I ain't gonna fake the funk. But to like more of the street era. So, you know, rest in peace for them. Condolences to the families, man. And uh, hopefully they kept their money tight so the kids have been taken care of. So, for sure, for sure. Nip, how you feel about those? Oh, yeah, that's the same way. I mean, yeah, everybody bangs with D. I, I, I remember the, um, like that summer when like Rough Riders like pop, I went to, um, so my family always goes to Virginia Beach in like May, mm-hmm. Memorial Day and shit. Dog, when Volume One came out, Rough Rider mm-hmm. Drink Volume One came out, and Darkest Hell is Hot came out, that mm-hmm. shit was going crazy. And I was, a, I was a young. I think I was. Who was that? Like, I had to be like what, 15, 14? Who was that? Ninety nine, like 14, 15, some shit like that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. shit. Right. The bikes. Shorty's had the cheeks out with the joint with the, <laughs> on the back. Hey, bro. Fucking drag on. That shit still might be my favorite Rough Rider joint. The joint with him, drag on. Uh, was that with yeah. Juvie? Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite joint, dog. But, um, yeah, that one kind of. All these, like, young. Because everybody's like under 50, right? Or like around 50, 40. Yeah, I, don't, I, 50, I think that's like that. fair. Black Rod wasn't 50, right? He was like 40 something, 47 or some shit like that. I can like, see that. Right, is, right. This shit is scary, man. Like, <laughs> uh, DMX would have been 50 this year. Right. D was 50. Shock G was probably like 51, 52, some shit like that. Black, Black Rod wasn't close to 50, I don't think. Like, I don't think so. Yeah, that shit is just. It's a black dude, and seeing these young black dudes go out, you know, on some bullshit is kind of. Oh, sorry, uh, Black Rob is fifty-two. Oh okay. shit! Yeah, All right. I mean, even still, like mm-hmm, that's young. Yeah, like that. That's was getting me. You know, I mean, not scared. Yeah, like a little shaky. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and Shock G was fifty-seven. So yeah, Shock G was fifty-seven. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they don't, they're still fairly young. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's real young. It makes you face your own mortality, mortality, yeah. especially as a, as, a, as a black man. It's like, these motherfuckers, it's like, it just seems like it's like back to back to back hitting them and shit. It's like, oh, shit. Like, I need to get my mm-hmm. affairs in order just in case, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, that's a really good point to making sure the affairs are ordered because you know sometimes we see with these high profile cases, you know the artists might not have their affairs in order, and then the families left reeling, and you know other celebrities stepping in and trying to offer support. Um, but I would say with regard to the past few depths, um, I wasn't I was a little bit familiar with Shock G, but I didn't know a lot of his catalog. I wasn't really into digital underground like that. I have heard a little bit of 
more music from them though over the past weeks so i think i might check it out because some of it was pretty cool i like when they bring the keys in i know jay was mentioning that um shock jay played the keys on there so i thought that was cool um black rob i just knew him from that one single so i really that one didn't impact me as much but x i was like man that's crazy uh because pretty much growing up with him i think that was right around the time i started getting into music when his first album came out you couldn't avoid it i mean the music the music videos were everywhere um you know, and I kept listening to him as I got older. And even I remember watching his show. I don't forget which channel it was on. But when he was living out in like Arizona, he'd be on like the ATVs and stuff. And they had like the little clips from his concerts and him doing the prayers and stuff. I always thought that was pretty, pretty wild. But uh, yeah, it was sad to see him go. Um, definitely a legend. Uh, I am glad to see that a lot of his uh, music has been getting played a lot here recently. And hopefully, um, you know, the family's got that financially together so they can actually reap the benefits from that, you know, as they should, because I feel like that should go towards the family. But yeah, man, you just got to give people their flowers, I guess, while they're here. Um, I know a lot of people are happy that he at least got to do that versus with Snoop to kind of showcase, you know, a lot of his music and, and how impactful it was. Um, right. So I, th- I thought that was good. That was a that was a nice way to give him his flowers. But yeah, definitely sad. Um, but, you know, life is just keep rolling on. We got to enjoy the people while they're here. And actually, I was going to say, I mean, my, my question was going to be about DMX, man. Can you do we, can we even think of a rapper that uh, had a a higher four years in exit from like 96 to like 2000? Like, yeah, I mean, for people who are listening to this, and people are like, oh, yeah, Expo, like people don't put it in perspective, like, those that four year gap, like, what yeah. nothing fucking with X? Like, nah, the only, the only person you might com- can compare is maybe Biggie, but he still didn't get that. That stretch of time from the, from the first album, and then he right, you know, got smoked when that second before it, it was like right right when or right before that second album came out. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the only one com- com- comparable. I, and I always say if I mean that's kind of a fucked up statement to make, but if 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 he gets that same if this happens to DMX in two thousand right after what was it Darkest Hell Aside, and then and then it was X mm-hmm. on the second one. If he goes out. After that first one, after that second album, he's the greatest rapper alive. Arguably, yeah, that arguably. Dude, he went platinum, multi, multi-platinum on both albums within the same year. Yeah. Albums yeah. were arguably, I know Dark as Hell is Hot don't have no skips. Yeah, no skips. Then it was nope. X might have a couple skips on it, maybe, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Yeah, I, maybe, I think can, one, maybe, maybe one on there, maybe. Right, and you got you got the rough out of volumes coming out like, like this dude was. Yeah, it was a whole. I mean, movie. just even that. Like, let's keep it a hundred. Like, even okay, yeah, the albums on which you like, you can make the argument, the, the even strength of your argument that he could have probably went out as the greatest. Let's not forget, like, Mace's twenty four hours to live. X kills that. Right, like yeah. let's don't forget about money, power, respect with the locks. Right. X kills right. that. Right. Let's not forget about four, right. three, two, one. Right. X kills right. that. Right. Like right. let's not talk about uh, money, cash, hoes with Jay Z. X kills it. Like That's even the features he's on. Like it, going to Nip's argument about if you're the greatest, you need to smoke everybody on the features. Everybody, right? X, he was nobody wanted it. to be on it. Yeah, he was smoking. Nobody everybody. wanted to be on there with X. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even in we can go even further and go. You know your impact too when, when you get a Attack of the Clones. I mean, Ja Rule. I, I mean, I like Ja. And we talk about we got respect for Ja, but you know what he he's, is. He's yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a clone, so 
That, that's always that's a Whopper Junior. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, 100%. So, like, yeah, he even had the attack of the clones, and that's always a sign of your greatness when people are already trying to emulate you to make money because, you know, the, the music heads know what sells. So, but, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that four-year run with X, I mean, I, I would put that up against anybody's in – and just I, I can't think I'm trying to think of my head an artist that like, like I said I think you're right Big might have been the only one that you could make an argument that was close to that but DMX even had the white folks like mm-hmm. I mean when I used to listen to X-Men I mean it was white people that was popping to X-Men and I was like damn y'all just yeah yeah that's when I first learned that you know they be trying to say the n-word on the slide but <laughs> that's even no here or there so <laughs> It was like that Woodstock, um, you know, that famous clip. He's got the red overalls on. It's just like the sea of people out there. Like, you can't even really see the end of the people. He's just doing, they're yep. doing word for word. They're just in tandem. I'm like, man, yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy. Definitely yeah. a, a MC in the time where it's like real platinum. Like, he sold real records, not like no streams or nothing like that. So, had to people go to the store and get it. real money <laughs> to, you know, get behind X. So, yeah, that just goes to show his talent and his skill. But definitely gone too soon. And, of course, all three of those artists will be missed. Um, moving along, since we're on a topic of rap, there's a couple of releases over the past week I uh, wanted to highlight, uh, starting with Moneybag Yo. Uh, he came out with his project. Let me pull up the title for him. Uh, let's see, Money Back. His album, A Gangsta's Pain, came out last Friday. Um, I took a look, t- a listen to it today, maybe like a listen and a half. So I still got to sit with it for a little bit. But overall, I thought it was a solid project. I think for me, my biggest issue with Money Bag Yo is like the lack of energy mm. like if you if you listen to like young Dolph or something you know he's got that kind of flow but he switches it up you know people say don't when you're public speaking or something you don't want to stay monotone because people kind of start to phase out and, and not really pay attention i feel like sometimes money bag kind of falls into that trap but um there were certain songs on here where um he would be rapping and he would kind of hop into a melody which i thought was good because it kind of you know woke your brain up a little bit. You didn't really fall into the monotonous drone of like, uh, you know how his voice sounds. Um, So that was one thing uh, that I noticed about it. I would say lyrically, it was pretty solid. I don't think he kind of blew me away with certain songs. Um, The subject matter is kind of what you expect from Moneybag Yo. I didn't notice anything particularly new with that. Um, I did notice he had a lot of I wouldn't say women tracks or like tracks targeting women, but he definitely spoke about situations with women a lot. Um, this is like probably the second time I may have listened to a Moneybag Yo project. So I'm not sure if this is a reoccurring theme with his music, but I thought that was interesting, especially coming from a Memphis artist. You know, a lot of times they're talking about whooping ass or, or selling or <laughs> shooting something up or breaking something in the club, stuff like that. So that was, I thought that was an interesting uh, take to kind of talk about situations with women throughout the album, but um, overall, I would give it a solid three. So that's what if my man had it on, I listen. Okay, yeah. my partner had it I'm, on, uh, you know, I, I give it a listen. Um, I would say my favorite track though was number three, Go, it's featuring somebody named Big 30. I thought that was cool, it had a nice little bop. Um, and it, it was a more upbeat, it was a little bit more aggressive, which I like, especially with. You know, those uh, Tennessee artists, they, they make that good music like that. Get you in the zone. And then honorable mention goes to the um, 
song with uh, Pharrell, because I'm a huge Pharrell fan. It's called Certified Neptunes. I thought that was pretty dope, but the beat was hard on that one, too. So, bro, I thought it was pretty good. If you're a fan of Southern rap, um, especially coming from Memphis, because, uh, of course, they had many legends come through the state of Tennessee, um, I would definitely recommend giving them a listen. But I would say, you know, don't go in with super high expectations. Just kind of accept it for what it is. Mm. Um, I, I ain't listened to it because I refuse to listen to these young jokers no more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. They ain't talking about nothing. They ain't hitting on nothing that I want to talk about. So, mm-hmm. but just because you gave it a three, I will probably go and listen and, and give it a skim through. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm not there yet. I mean, you know, Nip loved the new school. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> 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 I have been trying to, trying to, trying to. Uh... Get into him a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I did listen to Money Bag Shit. I started to, I started to listen, and it was, it was, it was, it was a little tough for me to get through. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just starts to kind of drone. It's like okay, yeah. and then there's not nothing in particular like that's catching your eye off his lyrics or nothing. So it kind of makes you fall back. And I've been on like a Tennessee kick here lately. I've been listening to like a ton of Project Pat. Ton of three six, um, Duke Deuce. He's somebody from down there too. Came out recently. I just watched the um, Young Buck interview on um, what's that podcast? Uh, Eighty five South Shell. So I kind of been in, in my Tennessee bag here lately. So I was like, okay, this is kind of along with that thing. Uh, Young Buck used to be with G Unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's from Nashville. Yeah, he's from down there. He be getting in trouble. He be getting in trouble with the man. Yeah, he he been acting crazy. Man, he's acting crazy. Yeah, he's <laughs> I, I wasn't even gonna bring up that interview. Oh yeah, he was angry. I mean, you, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him live. I, but, you know. yeah, he, he I, don't know, I don't know why. Shit, fuck that yeah. nigga. I don't know he him. Was, he was switching. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he try to cop a plea and say he ain't know? Because you know all of them uh, trying to say they don't know. He did. He yeah, he said it was dark. He know. just came in. Was like, but, but that, that nigga's ambidextrous. He's ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Batting right and batting left. God it damn. Right. I mean, it is what it hey, is. No judgment. Each is on what you drinking, Nip. Mm. We got that good granddad. Hundred proof. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Okay. You know, just all my insides just burn. You just even saying that. You know, <laughs> I can sweat. I can feel the sweat just beating up already. Man. <laughs> all right, and we also had a release from Conway. You know, one of Nip's favorites. Oh yeah, yeah. The Zelda I, I, camp. I don't even know how to pronounce this. What's this? La, it's some Spanish shit. La, La Maquina. La Maquina. Let me see. Maquina. <laughs> La Maquina. M A Q I N A. Maquina. Kina. Hmm. Let it. Let us see. Yeah, La Maquina. There you go. Uh, I solid project, man. I like. He switched the flows up. He had different types of beats. It wasn't straight Alchemist and um, Danger beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this I don't know if he's a young or old dude. This dude Jay Skis, mm-hmm. he was tearing that shit up on this drink. Ah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he was tearing shit up. He got a drink with Luda on here, which surprised me. Luda and J and, and JID. Okay, I gotta hear. I gotta hear that. Yeah, drink with El Camino, and he, he ended the drink with uh with Westside and Benny. Okay, mm. so um, which was surprising. I'm like. It seems to be like they they kind of like uh I don't want to say splitting up but they you know they grown and, out, and, yeah. and doing and branching out or whatever but it, it was good to hear 
to hear them on, on, on the same song together. Um, Conway's definitely, well, my take on it now solidified as Conway's the best out of Griselda. Okay. I mean, he did from King to a God. He kind of solidified that, but this joint too was just like, all right. And then I went and listened, went back and listened to some old joints. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. that's the that's the guy out of Griselda, man. Okay, like, okay, that's, yeah, that's 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 the fella. He planted yeah. his flag. Okay, yeah, this is definitely King to a guy planted the flag, but that like this this joint solidified in this shit. Like, um, Benny is great, but to me, Benny only has like that one flow, mm-hmm. but. Conway can give you the, the Alchemist and Derrick shit. He can take you to Atlanta, give you the South Flow. He can give you the Trap. Yeah. He got a joint on here too with the uh, the new, the triplet shit with the. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got the a joint on there with yeah, that. Yeah. He's yeah. doing that shit. Yeah. The three he, by he three count. Yeah. He's doing all that shit, man. He's okay. doing all that shit. So, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to cop it. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, copying. okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm copping the Conway drink. Right, so what do you think Conway review. did did well on this one that Benny didn't do well on his? Like, what was the difference or the that you felt like besides just or, maybe just the performance on the 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 last Benny joint? Yeah, yeah, the one because you, you ain't fuck with the last Benny one, so I that's why I'm asking. The last Benny joint. I don't feel like I I understand what he was trying to do on the last one. He's trying to transition from the straight Derringer Alchemist shit, but. The flow when you when you hop on a different type track, you got to change your flow, and he's not changing his flow. He's just trying to fit his flow inside into the side inside of the pocket of that, of that beat instead of actually getting into that pocket. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. if when Conway when you if you throw on a, a down south, like you got Luda on the drink. So obviously mm-hmm. the down south beat, it's an ATL joint. He gonna get into that bag. Then we, he still got his 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 his, his grungy his grimy shit. Then he, I think he got a drink on there for the ladies too. I forgot the name of the song and shit, but he got a drink for the for the for the ladies on there too. You know what I mean? I, so I got I guess that was my he, he don't Benny doesn't switch it up and show his. It's no diversity to his rhyme flow. I I, I put it that way. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. I feel you. I see you, Conway. I'm going to go listen to that. you giving it a five. I'm going to have to... I'm going to stop it and peek in and listen. Yeah, yeah I definitely got to check that out. Um, I ain't going to say it's no skips, but it's, it's, it's one, maybe two skips on that, on that joint. I mean, it's only, what, seven songs, eight songs, something like that? Mm-hmm. So, and y'all check out that uh that Young Thug compilation. I like Jiggy. that. Did y'all check slime, out? I think it's what, Slime Language 2 or something. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was all right, man. That's, I did listen to that because I do like Young Thug a little bit. I don't, Young Thug's like the only artist I like in that ilk of like that mm-hmm. style. Like I usually don't fuck with a lot of them like that, but I do like Thug a little bit. And uh, it was all right, man. I, I, I it, it was a, b- a bunch of features, tons and tons and tons of features on it. So, but no, nah, I was mm-hmm. I, I fucked with it. Yo, somebody about to fuck you up behind you, cuz? Oh no, <laughs> yeah, he, he his his one his lady probably walking, so he probably had to blur it out. Yeah, yeah. with y'all out here trying to get that rabbit, man. Come on, man. Slow down, Nip. Slow down. All that old granddad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nip, Nip about to call the police. <laughs> I don't know where the nigga live at, but he got, he got some issues. <laughs> Somebody is on his ass right now. <laughs> That's funny. 
All I see is I'm like, wait, hold up. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Damn, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you shouldn't be drinking. You know what? This is why you got to have one and just chill out. You know what I'm saying? You, he... <laughs> Stay clear to 100 proof. Uh, what so, else we got on tap, Chris? <laughs> no, no. I was going to say I got another question, too. Um, so would you, how would you compare this against uh, from a king to a god? Oh, no, no, no. It's not on that level. No, no, no. no. Okay, okay. Like, that's a, that's... <laughs> King to a God was album of the year type joint. This might be like, I don't know if it's best hip. It might be best hip hop album of the year, but it's not. It's not album of the year worthy. Oh, okay, no, nah, gotcha, but gotcha. it's it's still it's still official. It's still it's it's, it's official tissue. Do you feel like with Griselda? Because I mean, I know they're popular in certain runs in like the hip hop community. Mm-hmm. I kind of almost feel like. I ain't gonna say I hate to use the word. They're wasting all their classics when everybody not listening. Like, but my comparison to this is like, you know, we all know the J line, like, you know, reasonable doubt classic should have went double plat. Like, like before people started listening to Jay Z, like his probably his best work was probably already in the can, which is reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure Nip, you would agree with that. Like, his best work was reasonable doubt, and everything yeah. he's made since then has never been that good. Like, I kind of almost feel like Griselda, like. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like they're getting all these classics that are given to us, mm-hmm. and when they finally do blow, I feel like it. Jokers like you gonna feel like, damn, like they they not putting out that same fire they did back when they were still kind of more of a I ain't gonna say a niche hip hop group, but the masses weren't included on what they what they were rocking with. Which yeah. Griselda has a huge following. So, but you know what I'm saying? Like I just not feel like they, throw, I, yeah, not that those shade. I don't know if they'll ever be to that step. I think that that time. This their music feels good to like cats like me. Like like I like I don't think it's gonna catch on to like the these fruity ass wait, I can't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, shit. You, you already been there, catch, yeah. Uh like the majority of, of music listeners, hip hop, if you want to call it that now, mm-hmm. is like on a like a J. Cole Drake. Type where they want melody and singing and all that shit. Yeah, they're not gonna catch on mainstream like that. I don't think. think Like when Jay Z blew, it was like it was still rappers rapping. Like people were still rapping up until like what oh six, oh seven, oh eight, something like that. Mm -hmm. Right, right. When when did T Pain come out? Like oh five, oh six. Like when that shit started swinging and everybody started doing the melody and all that shit. Yeah, but people were still rapping. So when when Jay came out with oh shit. Death of Auto Tune. No, no, we're gonna skip yeah, the I was gonna say, I was gonna say the blueprint, yes. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna bail you out there and be like the blueprint. Like you're gonna make an argument the blueprint was like the last like in that era. Right. Of, like, blueprint classic was like what, rap 02? Blueprint was O2, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 blueprint was O2, right? So when blueprint came out, I was like that's what to me. That's what it felt like. Everybody was like, "Oh shit, let me go back and listen to Reasonable Doubt. Let me go listen to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know yeah. if that's gonna happen. It may happen. Like real hip hop heads, like real rap fans, listen to rap. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't just listen to like. I mean, we'll I, I'll listen to a, a Drake joint. Like if I'm sipping, we at the club, whatever. I don't really go to clubs when I'm too old to be doing that goofy shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you put that on for like, you know. 
if his shorty's around or something like that. And it's like whatever little catchy shit he got going on, right foot stomp or whatever. But <laughs> I'm not playing that shit in my car. <laughs> you ain't trying to tootsie slide in your car, bro? I'm not doing that shit. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I heard that. Each his own. You know what I mean? Each his own. But I'm yeah. not. Yeah. So that I don't know if they actually get that get that acclaim that Jay-Z would have got. The same thing when we're talking about Stove God Cooks. That reasonable drought. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that to me, that should have been in, in there for album of the year, at least rap album of the year, hip-hop album mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but people don't really listen to that type well, rap anymore. Uh, also, too, I know a lot of it is exposure, but then, I mean... It like yeah, they get on. Uh, okay, that's why I think is that that Benny and Drake song that's been teased around a little bit here. Like that's yeah. the stuff that blows you up. Like all the people we talked about that kind of blew up eventually, they latched on to whoever was hot, got mm-hmm. on a couple of verses with whoever was hot, killed them verses, and it made people want to go back and listen to their stuff. I mean, we just talked about X. Mm-hmm. X, all those features came before his album came. That's mm-hmm. So by the time the album dropped, we was like, oh, we we gotta hear this dude because this dude that's is true. just ripping everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hell. I know all of us because I could count for at least two of us on this show. At least bought a drag on album because I ripped it yeah. on the volume one of yeah, that's that's like, that's So, like, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. Like, and I, but the problem is, like, the point I was getting to is that I think those type of artists that we're talking about, they don't want to rap with those guys. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. Like, I like yeah, Kendrick, cool. I like Cole, I like all of them. Yeah, yeah, but they don't want to rap with them guys for real. Like, they, they love think- the novelty of saying they're dope, but they don't want the dopeness to come on their track with them. I think Kendrick could probably get busy with him, but I don't I know. So I don't think he could. Even with that, I think I don't know if he could go. Like, I don't think I don't think Kendrick could get on a Derringer beat and, and get busy like them. I don't. I think I don't he think could he could get on Alchemist and get busy like that. You didn't hear the um the joint he had with uh, Pusha T. I thought that was tough. That was real tough, and Pusha's one of those. Which joint was that? The uh... um. Troubles on my mind. I smell crime. Da, da, da. What song was that? Um, ooh, you want to see a dead body? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On that one, I thought, yeah. you know, pressure, that's one of my favorites. He, he's kind of on my mind. That. I said yeah. that the crime. I was like, yeah, yeah, he got busy on that joint. He did. Yeah, so I think he, he can might, do it. He I think he can do get, it. get down with him. He might be able to get down. But yeah, I think he'll gain. I think uh, the Griselda camp, they'll, they'll gain more traction i think with uh some of the people that might not be as familiar with them like y'all were saying as they do more features because we're seeing conway's definitely open to doing features with a little more prominent artists especially like he was on that juicy j album you mm. know kind of in a, a different light on that song because that was a little bit more clubbish upbeat um track there so yeah i think they'll get more fans i don't think they're going to be super mainstream ever mm. just because of the subject matter and, and how they deliver but i do think we'll see them get bigger over time which would be dope Speaking of Pusha, man, Pusha, that 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 new track that he on, that new single he on, he killed that thing. What a homeboy, nothing to, nothing to lose. I forgot who. I don't even know whose song it is because Pusha killed that thing so hard. Like <laughs> I don't even know who do song really is. I but think it's I heard it, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. Was it? Is he a rapper? The other guy's a rapper or what? A singer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that quote okay. I put up about the 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 charges chain. Make him say, you know, make the junior say album. That's that was Pusha's line on the joint. Like, yeah, Pusha, yeah, he go off on that thing. That. Mm-hmm. That's a dude that I don't I don't even see a day where he fall off because he's just so grimy that I mean yeah he's still in it. Yeah, that's a grim reaper. That's a grim reaper. He, he Holt still got that dub with, with Drake. I'm like, I, I hold Pusha in, in super high regard. So 
I'm glad he's still delivering good quality content. Um, somebody else that was delivering some some I don't know if it's good or not, but definitely some some quality content here recently. Dr. Umar Johnson on the Breakfast Club. Uh gentlemen, I don't know if you had the <laughs> opportunity to hear that interview, but that was one for the record books. <laughs> look, man. Hey, man. I heard that shit, bro. Uh look. I, let me start off with saying it because I'm gonna start off with some love. You know, I'm gonna do a Joe Button. I'm gonna start with some love. I like Dr. Umar, man. I, I like him. I like this dude a lot. I like the I like what he his I like what his ultimate goal is. He's all about, you know, give us free. Uh so I'm all for that. But man, like one, you can't come on an interview and be like, if I was any other ethnic group, the school would have been built. Nigga, people gave you money. Shut the fuck up. Thomas gave you a bunch of money to build that fucking school. Don't don't try to shame us now and be like, oh well, if y'all gave up some free time and labor, yeah, yeah, some free time and labor, we get it done in three weeks, nigga. Who got two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of work? Yeah, (laughs) who's three weeks off a job to help your black ass? Like, and I know what us his point, Jason. No, fuck that. That's the problem. Like, we expect to give things on the strength that we all black. All the other groups he talked about, they paid. They pay I know a bunch of Jewish cats. I know a bunch of Latino cats. Hell, Latino cats that help paint my house, but I still got to pay them for it, and we cool mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah. we pay for all of it. They pay for that shit. You're not getting three reason, weeks free work from an HVAC yeah. guy, an electrician, and yeah. a plumber. We're not talking yeah. about a house. Like, if, if my man said, yo, Nip, can you fix my car for me for a couple of, a, a case of beer or something? All right, yeah, cool. You want me to fix a whole fleet of cars? A whole fleet right. of cars? Before you niggas, before you niggas you up. Right. Three, three weeks of what? Right. To volunteer three weeks? You out your fucking mind, Like, get the HVAC system in. If you need to touch stuff, I got you. I'll do that for free for you. But yeah, don't tell me to put in a whole HVAC system and a whole plumbing and a whole electricity. And a whole and like electricity. I said, my whole thing is like, don't shame us. No, oh, because we the only communities that we not and, and is he right on principle? Yes, we are the only communities that don't got our own shit that's made by us, 100%. But the part of the reason we don't got it is because we all want to get the fucking hookup. We want the hookup from each other. Like, let's be real. Like, even the platform we on now, like, we building this platform together. Mm-hmm. You know how many niggas on, that, we, that we rock with, or so I don't call them niggas, but how many people we rock with that don't listen to our shit? Mm-hmm. But as soon as, let's say, we blow or something happened, then they all want to. Oh, oh man, I was doing it. Oh, you got the <laughs> facts. Facts. Come on. But you see man. what I'm saying? So, like, and we only we ask them for us for their time. We're not mm-hmm. asking them like to do nothing, not to buy nothing. We just said, give us your time, listen to our stuff, and give us feedback so we can get better. Man, mm-hmm. I can't get a joke and listen to a whole show. Not because it's bad. It's because the motherfuckers like, oh well, I had to, you know, to like all stupid shit. I had to go watch Scandal. Like motherfucker, like stop it. But like I said, but that's us. Like now, if he were to talk about that stuff, hundred percent. But don't ask nobody. Be like, oh, we don't want to give up the free stuff, man. Stop it, Doctor Umar. Like we, a lot of jokers gave you a lot of money to try to build this school, yeah. and now you still trying to blame us. Like it's our fault the school ain't built yet, man. What's going yeah. on? Why? I see Batman and Superman. Superman better mm-hmm. though. Always remember that. That's uh, the wide <laughs> cut, not the Snyder cut. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first strike order. My second strike order is. <laughs> You can't blame everything. I'm, I'm going to leave that for Nip, to blame everything on racism. I'm going to leave that for Nip, because I know that's Nip talking point. I'm going to leave that to Nip. My third strike order is, I, he's talked about that interracial thing before, and I'm not mm-hmm. even doing the, 
hit dog holler because I'm an interracial relationship. Because even my man Nip talk about you are the rule you ride in on, and that's my man hundred grand and all. So I'm not sensitive about it. And my boys both know, and anybody that know me, I talk openly about my interracial relationship, and I keep it a hundred with how I talk to to my wife and blah blah. blah. My point is, is like, don't on one sentence be like, oh, I don't like it because blah, 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 blah. And then on the second sentence be like, but I still talk to you and say what's up to you in the streets. Hold on, bro. You just told me my whole relationship is illegitimate in your eyes. You and then you're going to be like, well, I still be nice to you. Yeah, yeah. I still be nice to you. Like, no, nah, bro, yeah. why, why do I, why, don't be, I really not be nice to me. And the other part of it is like, he looks at it like, oh, well, you know, we're going to do this. It's not going to strengthen the black community and blah, blah, blah. But yet you mentioned that. Anybody that gets with African, African the diamond African, dream, yeah. it's That's African. So, yeah. in yeah. my situation, my wife, family, are doing pretty well. If I stay mm -hmm. married to my wife, chances are I'm going to inherit their fortune with my wife. You know who gets that? My black daughters, black children. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. like, and I'm going by black by his definition that the mm -hmm. dominant gene. Is the black most? The black yeah. yeah. So holds, by his by his logic, dumbass theories. <laughs> yeah. So by his logic. I'm actually uplifting my community because I'm gonna put two black chicks in the world that's gonna be millionaires and be mm -hmm. able to like, so come come on, man. Like, and I'm not saying because I mean he probably didn't get a chance to fully put context on it, but don't disrespect the, the interracial relationship. Put it in the sense of say, like, hey, I don't like interracial relationships when the black man's rich and a white woman's not, or the white then I would say, okay, I'm with him. Mm -hmm. But like you just put a whole blanket on over it and goes, Oh, if you do this, then it's just gonna mess up. The black community, like, stop it, bro. You talking about the chick Osaka and oh well, her Haitian daddy, blah blah. Motherfucker, yeah. she was born he in Japan. He ain't got Two. no goddamn Olympic tennis team. <laughs> Thank you. And say, even God, he's forgetting that Japan funds her for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Is Haiti going to fund her? Because according to Doctor Uma, they should she should do it for free. What kind of nigga shit is that? My career is the Olympics, and so you gonna tell me I should do it? For Man, get out of here, bro. Like. I love you, Dr. Umar, but sometimes you got to fall back a little bit, man. Like, don't even make that much bread off the Olympics. She makes more bread yep. off the, like, Australian Open, U.S. Open, all yep. that shit. Wimbledon and all that. Yeah. Her, her, her endorsements and shit like that. And like, you yeah, think I, because she represents uh, Haiti, all of a sudden the world government's going to stop fucking over Haiti? You must have lost your mm. goddamn mind. Because nope. us black folks have represented a lot of America, and I ain't see all the world governments come to help our black asses in America. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we ain't never hopped up and said, you know what, I ain't I ain't about to wrestle for America. I'm, I'm wrestling for Nigeria. I'm right. wrestling for, for Libya. I'm looking for Ghana and shit. Like, right. Yeah, yeah he, he, it. holes in that shit. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's my man, 100 grand at all. Like, even though I'm shitting on him right now, that's still my dude, man. I fucks with him now. Oh, man. So, Nip, I know you wanted to definitely... Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah every, everything's not... Yeah. I, I feel like the brother, like I said to y'all before, I feel like he's our... He's our Alex Jones. Like he gives us, <laughs> he gives us a little dot of truth, mm -hmm. and then starts firing off this bullshit. That school, you on some bullshit. Bro. Yeah, that's definitely you on some bullshit. <laughs> you done took these people hard earned money, and now all of a sudden, how long has it been? It take five years. You said that that school got renovated in 2013. Mm -hmm. It's seven years later. If that mm -hmm. school got renovated, renovated in 2013, it's still usable, bro. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's still functional. HVAC ain't that fucked up. Electrical mm -hmm. ain't that fucked up. Plumbing ain't mm -hmm. that fucked up. I don't know what type of scam you running, brother, but that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> you need three weeks of work from a plumber, electrician, and an HVAC guy for free. Like just three. And you still need. I see you putting up the red lobster, <laughs> the red lobster donations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, come on, dog. And <laughs> keep it a bean. When he talking up. 
I don't want. I don't want. It's a couple of reputable uh, establishments with uh, scantily clad women that I that I've seen the brother <laughs> be a patron of before. So don't come on. Let's let's, let's not do that. Like let's let's not do that. Like come on. Bro. Hey, look. Let's not do that. Let's not activism do that. activism plays pays very well, man. Let's not do that. We 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 we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. Uh what, what do you call yourself? Prince of Prince of Pan-Africanism. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not gonna do that, POP. We're not gonna do that. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely down POP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we not gonna do that, POP. Mm -hmm. POP is definitely down with OPP. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I know for me, the definitely the funniest part was when he was talking about the uh, the snow bunny crisis. What he called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snow, snow bunny crisis. And I think <laughs> I think we need to get y'all brothers some slippers. They got. Yeah. We gonna order some. We he said they some, got white niggas. We gonna order some some white toe and some pink toe slippers for y'all brothers. For y'all, yeah. what he called? What's up? For y'all, for y'all, uh, y'all, uh, y'all, uh, race. What do you say? Race, race. What do you say? Something race, dumb. Uh, Whatever it was. Race, it was something dumb. Negroes or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Who the Negroes? Race train, yeah, race train Negroes. <laughs> well, at least we know he's still zap us up if we see him in the airport. That's but here, but here's the thing, and the crazy thing about it is now, and he's acknowledged it, but I love the way that he's naming his school after a race baiting Negro. <laughs> Frederick Douglass, his last wife was a white woman. She definitely was. And but he but acknowledges it and it goes. She don't count. Ask, he didn't he have don't any kids with he her. had his babies. He had his babies right. by a black woman. Right. Mm. Oh, oh, that, was, that was a qualifying <laughs> thing now, huh, Doctor Omar? You don't see. So in that case, Michael Jordan is cool in his eyes. Then Michael Jordan yeah. had a sister, had all his babies, had and he with his other shit. Listen, man, come here, bro. Them rules. <laughs> In the rules, I had I had my baby. I can do what I want to do now. <laughs> he, did the he did all the preliminary courses. I can okay, try out the way. He not gonna do me like that. I don't disagree with him all the way. I, again, I don't disagree with him to a degree on the whole interracial thing. I, I feel him. I understand exactly what what he's getting at, and even mm -hmm. I rationalize that in my lifestyle. But to make it seem like we like all because we chose a white woman, we all of a sudden we like disregarded our blackness. Like, well, yeah, like yeah. we we still got that. Like, it, it, it ain't going no way. Like, even when yeah. you fucking um, what's it's the just acting crazy? Um, black conservative homeboy, um, Ben Carson. Even if you've yeah. been Carson, you still black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like he and he, and he got a black Ben Carson got a black wife too, don't he? Yeah, he do. That's yeah, my point. Yeah. Is that he black yeah. on black and he's still acting yeah, crazy. Still acting mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like the whole. Oh, you gotta have a natural body. Even though I do like a natural body, I ain't messing with that plastic Back. bullshit. Back. But like the whole, you gotta have a natural body and, what and is it kinky? Hair, you gotta be. And you gotta have a history and but like, bruh, why do, you are a scammer? Like I know a scammer <laughs> when I see one. Cause I'm sorry. Like let's just call it what it is. He talks some righteous <laughs> shit when they when they over. They put our kids in special ed because they can't deal with them. That's a fact. Right. That's, mm -hmm. that's right. a true thing. That's real. But all this other shit that Buddy is kicking, it's a scam. I know it's scam. You scam likely, cuz. Scam likely. He's scam likely. That nigga be calling them. <laughs> scam look, likely. Hey, look, brother. Listen here. All I need nations. is three weeks. Come that's on, all bro. I need to get these. What foundation do you know is getting donations on Cash App? <laughs> he got to memorize too, like the back of his hand. 
Send it to GF13 Meat Cut at Cash App hashtag. Come on, bro. You ain't got a dot com. You ain't come on, cuz. Come yeah, on. Get a, a nonprofit together <laughs> on, or something. Bro. You know, you something. just 501c3. Do it that way. But we hold on, hold on. Just, for, just just for the love here. I'm gonna give y'all give y'all some of this uh <laughs> some of this fire real quick for you, just you know. For the audience that might not have been, uh, because they may be hearing this and be thinking, like, damn, they going on this dude a lot. Like, what's this about? We're gonna get him a little bit of, uh, 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 the Prince of Pan Africanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna give him a little bit of love here. He looking like the rock with that silk shirt. Relationships. I am totally against it, and I want to make sure you understand why. And why? <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out, Eric. <laughs> Cut it out, oh, Envy. Don't do that, Envy. I'm going to have a serious We have a name for it. We have a name for it. The Snow Bunny Crisis. Okay. <laughs> I'm against the Snow Bunny Crisis. <laughs> and I want your white listeners to understand. Because people be trying to say stuff like, uh, he's the Black Hitler. I'm not the Black Hitler. Who the fuck be saying I, that? I am in no way Nobody interested in hurting or harming the life of any human. <laughs> White, Asian, Chinese. I believe in respecting everybody. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm against interracial marriage, Envy and Charlemagne, is because marriage is an economic contract. It's an economic contract. Most women do not marry down in status. They marry up. And if you don't believe me, show me a rich white hold woman. Hold on, hold on. But it's an economic economic contract. But yeah, he needs his chick to be nappy nappy, right. uh, natural body, yeah. and all yeah. the other shit. But he just said it's a business. So we, right. uh, okay, okay. I'm just making sure we keep we keep in score. <laughs> married to a broke ass black man. Have you ever seen a rich white woman marry a broke ass black man? Holla. No, you haven't. <laughs> because marriage ain't about love. It's not colorblind, and it is totally economic. So if marriage is an economic unification in a contract, how can we, who don't have enough already, give so much to the white woman and to white people who have already taken too much when we got all these black women out here who will never get married? Only one out of every four black women in America will ever taste marriage. And half of them who taste marriage will be divorced within five years. If you want to save the black family, if you want to save the black family, you have to protect it. And in order to protect it, you have to be against interracial marriage. You can't say, I love the black family. I got to go find my stats. I have a problem with Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to oh. go find my stats. That, them, them, them stats are skewed. I, I had looked them up the other day, and that, that's not that's not fully and, and, accurate. And, 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 it's and not accurate, said, though. And, and if he's saying, like, oh, well, you know, like, you know, one out of four black women. I, and I'm not in that camp of, like, whoa, why do... Why do you think black men move go with white women? Like I, I'm not in that camp because I made decisions and choices. Ain't nothing to do with how black women act compared to white women. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. But when you say that, like it's things like incarceration that puts the like the level of black men down. That's Homosexuality okay. brings a lot. It, it's a lot of other factors than just oh because they out here dating white women or they out here, like you know what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. the way he presents that argument is like oh only one of four is gonna do it. But, but since you're talking in the context of interracial marriage, it's like, oh, y'all part of the reason only one in four. Nah, some of the reason is motherfuckers is going to jail. The reason he just mentioned, most of them don't date down. And we know black men economically are some of the least money makers compared to our women. Like, he gave you all the reasons under or, undercover, or but he wanted you, to play when it. You run, when you run across some of them, uh, 
I don't want to sound like motherfucking Kevin Samuels and shit. Go ahead, no, Kevin Samuels. Yeah, they don't want to date a plumber. They don't want to date, yep. you know what I mean, a, a mechanic, yep. a HVAC technician, a, a truck driver and all that shit. Facts. But I do agree with him on we should strive to teach our children, even if they don't necessarily thrive in that field, they need to have trades. Because if all else fails, economy fails, them niggas with them poli side degrees and psychology. Let me tell you something. If they fire my black ass from this job tomorrow, I can go here tomorrow and fix cars on my own yep. name or fix buses mm -hmm. and trucks on my own name. If an electrician go down, he could fix a house up. A carpenter can come build some shit. Mm -hmm. you, ain't, you can't. I got a, I got this uh, African American studies degree. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> It's like that You're Kanye right. skit. All these I got these degrees. degrees. That pandemic hit. The motherfuckers was right. Uh, PPP. Uh, come save me. Well, nothing red be like it is on PPP. PPP, come save me. You know what I'm saying? No, so he's, I, he's right. He's I, I'm right with you on that, that one. I, the whole you can't love black people because you don't have a, a, the interracial relationship shit. I, I can't speak on it. I ain't never... I ain't never came on my side outside of my yard to play. I don't know. That's I mean, all that snow in Philadelphia, you ain't never played in it? I ain't never played in snow, <laughs> Not never. I done got me some little rice and beans a couple times. But I <laughs> got me some hot salsa, but I ain't never played in the snow. <laughs> uh, as long as it still said Afro in front of it, you was That's fine. That's it. Afro-Caribbean, <laughs> Afro-Cuban, something. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't playing the snow, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Now, Chris, what's your thoughts on, doc, on, on the dock? Like you said, I think he kind of roped you in with making sense about some stuff. Then he kind of just goes off the deep end with some of the points. And like you said, people throwing out stats. It's so easy to skew stats these days. You know, you hear something. They say, well, one in four. I'm like, where are you getting this? You got to show me an infographic or something these days. I'm just tired of hearing numbers thrown out. But anyway, I think um, he has some good points in the interview. Like I appreciated the points about the kids and whatnot. Because I know my mom told me when I was little, they were trying to put me in um, – I, some kind of program put me on Ritalin said I had ADHD or something. She was like, no, he's not, you know, ADHD. He's just bored in class. And mm -hmm. sure enough, that's probably what it was. I and mean, had she not been, you know, adamant about that, I don't know how my schooling would have went. I could have been in a completely different position than I am now. So I think those points are pretty good. Um, uh, interracial stuff was just a mess. I'm like, dude, come on, get with <laughs> it. Get with it. Uh Y'all try, try to protect y'all team. It's cool. Look, man. <laughs> Look, when we say our feet going to be warm in the winter because we're going to have the slippers, right? We got to slip the mail. I'm copping the dress right for y'all next week. Who, who want the white? Who want the pink? Look here, man. The, the Air Force buttons. The Air Force ones. <laughs> I'm just going off the information he gave me, and it was like, hold on, that don't sound right because I'm broke. And I ain't gonna get really much of nothing, and I'd be damn sure I know that woman upstairs <laughs> got a lot more wealth than I got. <laughs> oh man, uh, but no, nah, I mean, it is what it is. He, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He, yeah, the fact that we talk about him, he, he mission accomplished, sensationalizing it. And, and he gonna he gonna get some sisters to uh to send him some more red lobster gift cards and donations, hit, hit his cash app, donations, donations, <laughs> donations. <Funds. laughs> yeah. Gifts 
<laughs> Donation. Oh man, it's I would love just to see man. a segment with Dr. Umar and uh and, and Kevin Samuels, bro. Oh I, I ain't that man. far from that school. I'm riding down that motherfucker one weekend. I'm telling you that right now, it's in Delaware. <laughs> I ain't that far oh, from where? That yeah, I'm going down that motherfucker. Oh yeah, you gotta scope it out. Gotta yeah. scope it out. Yeah. What what black what black people live in Delaware? It's a few. I got some homies who live in Delaware. They yeah, out uh, there. Delaware State. Wil- Wilmington, <laughs> Wilmington get a little crazy over there. Mm, yeah, that's what I've heard too. Yeah, they get a little. Yeah, they out there. Yeah. <laughs> look, don't. Isn't that where Biden's from? Don't play with Biden's hometown, man. Yeah, look, yeah, that, that sounds like a tax shelter. That sounds like a tax shelter to me, right there. That's what I, I'm that's building Delaware. That's the that's <laughs> the reason why they moved there, though. Yeah. 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 Hell that yeah. makes sense. I've been thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> hey, look, you better you better stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, why, why why you said Biden, Dave? Dip, dip got real serious there. I don't know if you saw that look Dip gave. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Come on, man. Dip got real serious. What's going on, man? You got something on your chest? Go ahead. No, I don't even want to. We got a hold of it. I'm, I'm so tired of this motherfucker, man. He done lost his goddamn eye. Because Dr. Umar talked about that during the interview, too. Yeah, he doing the same thing for black people Obama did. Yep. Facts. Not a goddamn I mean, thing. Yeah, facts. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's a shame, That's a too, fact. But... They want, that was a hard... That was a bar, like... Day one, you talking about you preserving transgender rights and all this other shit, mm-hmm. but you in the in the, in the prelims talking about uh yeah if you not if you not black then if you if you don't vote for me then you not black. It ain't did one reparation school mm-hmm. loan protect the niggas against the cop act nothing, not yeah. a goddamn thing. I that's a fact. Like those can't argue against that shit, bro. You know, all the lynching laws and like the Emmett Till. All that kind of yeah. stuff hasn't been pushed. I like uh, the bar he was saying about, um, you know, we're trying to vilify or deify some of the politicians to say, okay, hey, you know, well, Trump, it's all Trump's fault, or you know, Biden's going to be able to do X, Y, Z when it's the same system that's been going on for one. hundreds of years. So you know, we yeah. shouldn't harp on these individual candidates. It's a system that needs to change. So I agree with that point. I thought that was a good one. Right. I know he also spoke about um, some of the recent shootings that have been going on. Uh, seems like we get a new one every day in the news, man. I'm just so tired of looking at CNN. My part-time job, sometimes I throw it on the TV. I just press mute, man, and listen to a podcast or something. I'm just sick and tired of this stuff. But, gentlemen, tell me how you felt about the recent um, news, the headlines we've been dealing with. What are some of your thoughts? I'm going to let Nip go ahead and get off on that one. Oh, shit. I, I got to protect my team, remember? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, I'll start by saying uh, racially profiling, racial, uh, um, um, inequities, abuse by law enforcement, over policing black neighborhoods is definitely an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want us as 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 black folks to be careful of. The instances that we attach ourselves to and make hashtags and want to make martyrs uh, out of people that might necess- not necessarily well situate. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna put on the people mm-hmm. situations where we shouldn't hang that that title on. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like, is is over policing the thing? Yes. Is um, overuse of deadly force is deadly force overused when it comes to black folks. 
hell yeah. Do we get harassed? Hell yeah. Do we get profiled and pulled over more? And then every time I get pulled over up here, which I started riding fishbowl now because every time I get pulled over, it's the first question I get is where the drugs and guns at? And I'm like, my man, I got my daughter in the back. I'm yeah. work, whatever. Like I, I get that. But in certain situations, if I'm a cop, you can sort you can sort the situation out with the Lord, my man. Like <laughs> Lord have mercy. And that's just how I feel about it. Like I yeah, I'm not I'm not waiting to 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 see what you like, nah, we're not doing that. I'm going home tonight. So yeah. That's my little spiel <laughs> on that. I feel like um, I think we were talking about this a little bit before the cast, too. I'm OK with people getting up in arms about each instance that goes on, because I feel like, you know, a lot of times we don't get the benefit of the doubt beforehand. You know, the innocent until proven guilty is a lot of these times we're getting approaches guilty and then trying to prove innocence later on. So I'm completely fine with, you know, us getting on people's necks about these killings that happen, like because they need to have a lot of line a lot of light shown on them so we can get to the bottom of, okay, was this justified? Was it not justified? What's going on? What are the details? Because if not, they just get, you know, scot-free. We've seen this a million times before where people show up dead for no reason, disappear and just nothing happens. So I think we really have to keep the foot on the gas and, and really, you know, try and hold these people accountable. And if it turns out in court or however, you know, they come down to the verdict that, okay, you know, this was justified or X, Y, Z, let that happen. But, you know, I think we have to keep on just raising awareness about these things. Um, trying to figure out, I guess, how we can get some sort of legislation passed. I don't know if it's going to happen, but because we see, you know, one group and not to compare, you know, apples and oranges, but like we have one instance of a mass shooting where we've been dealing with, you know, systematic oppression and violence for hundreds of years and we can't get, an executive order. It's kind of like crazy to me. So I don't know. It's just like at some point you're like, well, what can we do? It's like do what we can do. Keep the foot on the gas, always shine a lot of light on these cases. And, you know, if it turns out how we want it to good, if not, you know, just keep doing our part and trying to make sure that at least the folks policing these areas know that, this is going to be a very life altering decision that they're about to make. You know, if they go to approach one of the black people in these cars or out on the street when they're patrolling. So hopefully they have that in the back of their head before they do something crazy. But it's definitely unfortunate to see all the loss of life that's going on. Um, definitely prayers and thoughts to the, the victims and the families. And yeah, I don't know what the way forward is, but we got to find something because this is just it's wild, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, and like you said, we we argued about this in in, in nauseum before the show, and it, I, I get everything everybody's saying. I think the biggest thing for me is that I think one we we've gotten to a point where officers have all the benefit of the doubt when it comes to every situation, yeah. and I know some people listen like, "Well, whatever," because every time something happens. Our community gets up in arms. Well, like we get up in arms because again, they're always given the benefit of the doubt. So, and I say that in the sense that we'll watch every video and everybody will analyze to a T if the force was justified or not. And I think we brought up in the pre-shift that like, 
no other country has this issue. And when I say no other country, no other country on the status of us. Because mm. I know some, I love when I use examples of like these third world countries that's all jacked up. And go, oh, well, look about this. And they kill each other. Uh, and I'm, compare us to the Englands, the Frances, to, to all the, the major players. They don't have these kind of gun police shooting issues in their country. So either it's either two things is going to go here. Like either their their citizens are a lot more docile, or their police are trained to handle situations differently. Mm-hmm. And I tend to believe that it's the police are trained to handle situations differently than our police are trained to handle situations. We pretty much have made it okay for officers to take whatever emotional state they are in at the time and use that as the basis of how they are allowed to police. If they feel like you know, if they feel like they got they got something on their chest and they gonna make you bow down to them, the next person they pull over, they can That's fuck with you and do what they want to do to you, and mm-hmm. then put you back in your car on your way, and ain't nothing you can do, you like know. Officer, and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that goes that that goes beyond just the killing. Like we get to the point where it's the killing and the death. I tell everybody, all the friends I associate and all that, uh, especially my wife friends, I go f the killings, f the, uh, talk about the harassment. The harassment. You the stop the harassment. Killing, yeah, man. exactly. You stop the harassment. A lot of the stuff will go down, but they don't believe the harassment really takes place. Mm-hmm. So when I tell them my stories of harassment, well, why would they do this? So even in those stories of harassment, they still try to find what I didn't do correctly that made them respond the way they responded. Yeah. You know, I was one time me and my uh, wife got pulled over. She was actually driving. The kids in the back and. I was telling a family member on her side about the situation. And when we got pulled over, man, I put my hands on the dash. I told my daughters, I said, either put your hands in your laps or put them on the seat in front of you. My wife is just normal chilling. The cop comes to the thing and talks, blah, blah, blah. And he sees me, my hand on the dash. He goes, oh, sir, you can you can put your hands back. You're fine. I said, sir, I feel more comfortable with nah. my hands on the dash. Yeah. yeah. My the family member on my, my wife's side said, Well, you just disobey the cop's order. I mean, so like he's literally like about to argue with me about the fact that I didn't pull my hands back off the dash. And I said, No, I told the officer, I feel more comfortable having my hands here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable having it here. And I feel like I was like, I feel like it would make him more comfortable if I kept it here. But the point is, even in that situation of a de-escalation moment, the other side still wanted to argue with me because to them, the officer's word is law and gospel. And I don't know what any other society, unless it's a system of like almost um, dictatorship mm-hmm. where the enforcers of the law are pretty much the end all be all like only in dictatorships that happens. No, no other free de- democratic country has it like you're allowed to argue with cops. They are community servants. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm, yelled, I'm allowed to yell at my congressman. I'm allowed to yell at a cop. So it's the issue is that we have normalized cops' ability to almost be damn near Judge Dredd, judge, yeah, jury, really. and executioner if they want to, depending on their feelings at the time. And imagine if we lived in an era with all, I mean, we, we let's say imagine we've all lived somewhere through this era. If Homegrown and take the tape, uh, record that video with George Floyd, Chauvin's walking free right now, he's in the streets doing it again. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we can go through so many scenarios where the videotape is what even put them in a situation where we can have the discussion because what they actually put on the police reports weren't the same thing. When they put on show uh, on Floyd's police report, it's like, oh, he died from an overdose. Well, so if that video wasn't there, that just would have been down as an overdose, and we would have been so yeah. how we look at that is like, man, that's sketchy as shit. 
The other side looks at it and goes, well, he did have drugs in the system, so maybe they just didn't know. Motherfucker, mm -hmm. a knee was on his neck. Stop it. Yeah. I'll be like, let me put my knee on your neck. And you tell me how much overdose. I, I don't even need the whole ten minutes. Give me, give me, give me three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, go, go take some, go take let me some put aspirin. Two hundred pounds on your neck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Go take some aspirin yeah. and let me put my knee on your neck. Yeah. And, and see how you. And so it's that's my biggest thing is like, how do we get out of normalizing bad police behavior and normalize like reform to get better police behavior? And and I think the only way we're going to realize that is. Well, I don't think we'll never realize it because let's be real. It's in some of these people's DNA that the cops are protecting uh, us from them. So to mm -hmm. them, they're always going to see what we do wrong. And, it, you know, it, it's just I don't think there's any way to stop it unless somebody comes with some reform. That's initiative. And we got so many reform situations out there. I think it's like a, a nine point or a 10 point police reform thing where they even go through the levels of how they should handle in situations like don't shoot into vehicles, use de-escalation. Every cop should have a, a body camera on and make these things like accountability. Yeah, if you pull somebody over, your body cam ain't on, you fired. Like, absolutely, no questions that. It's like, we don't gotta, we don't gotta talk about it. That's easy. Turn on your fucking mm -hmm. body cam. I'm getting tired of every time something happens. Well, there's no body cam footage. The footage or the body cam well, then you should be fired then. Because you ain't know what the hell you were doing. Don't shoot into a vehicle. Like, it's simple stuff that me and we always say it's common sense that should be done. But the police union fights against it, and then we suck here looking like, well, I guess. I mean, we we, we damn this black people treat police officers like fucking bears. Yeah. Don't move too quick. Don't do nothing. Don't talk too loud. Like but somebody, we pay their salaries. Yeah, right. Like it, it's just it's ridiculous, man. I mean, I, I feel bad for all the families, even for the ones who I ain't gonna say deserved it, but the ones that probably are more questionable than others. I feel bad for all the families, man, because losing someone, especially to police situations in this climate. No matter right, wrong, or indifferent, it, it hit different now. Like it just mm -hmm. feels different because now you got to deal with the media, the, the, everybody coming around it. And, you know, it's just, it is what it is, man. Just shout out to the families, man. And I'll keep, keep them in there, keep those people in your prayers, I guess. For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, on that note, um, do we have any closing remarks from our co hosts tonight? Anybody got anything on their chest you'd like to get off before we close up? No, I ain't got nothing, man. I'm gonna pray for uh, for all you brothers in the snow bunny crisis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry, man. It's it's nice and comfortable over here. You ain't gotta pray, gotta pray for us. Oh, yeah, you gotta pray for us. Oh, 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 you got your water? <laughs> yeah, oh, I got my water. I got my water. <laughs> <laughs> what what did Denzel say in that movie? Brothers dying of thirst. <laughs> <laughs> the Malcolm X movie. That's funny. Oh man. Well, folks, this has been yet another episode of the Gladiator Cipher Podcast, a Hey Cannon Circus production. Uh, we're glad to be back from our break. Uh, be on the lookout for more exciting content from us in the coming weeks. I'm uh, gonna try and get back on a regular schedule for y'all bringing that heat, you know, talking about these topics that are important to the culture and really giving it to you straight. Um, you can follow us on YouTube. Instagram, Facebook, um, make sure to fan us, like us, subscribe, uh, and definitely engage as well. Uh, we'd like to see comments, you know, tell us what we you think about the podcast. Were we crazy about this point? You know, did, are you a big Umar fan? You think we had it wrong? Um, <laughs> you know, kind of give us your takes on this. Did you did you love the money bag yell? You thought it was better yeah. than 
everything else that came out you know did you think the, the conway album was trash let us know your thoughts let us know how you feel we like to go back and forth with our ringleaders as we like to call them our, our special fans there so um definitely look out next week for our next episode and that's it for this week's y'all stay safe out there and be blessed peace hey we didn't land on plymouth rock plymouth rock landed on us <laughs>